Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Chad on Score North and scorenorth.com. What's up, Vikings fans? I just wanted to say, uh, I guess you can't get rid of me yet. I'm super excited to be back in purple uh, to ultimately try to bring a championship to this city that so much deserves it. Uh, so excited about the leadership and, and everything that's being put in place in this organization. And uh, can't wait to get back to work and, and to really build on something special. There it is, Adam Thielen, little restructure. We'll talk a lot more about that on Purple Daily today. Four question Friday. It's Feedback Friday here on Mackie and Judd. Daily Minnesota sports entertainment, therapy, speculation. And, uh, you know, we mostly talk Minnesota sports here, but the other thing we do is laugh when the Packers feel pain. Mm hmm. And sometimes, boys, when, uh, you know, when the Vikings haven't been above 500 for 800 days, and you're you're a fan. You're crawling through the desert. You're looking for anything, just a bottle of water to quench your Vikings' thirst. And sometimes that bottle has a green and gold label on it. This is impromptu emergency Packer vent line following the Devonte Adams trade to. to uh, apparently, the Packers were willing to pay Devonte Adams. Equal to what the Raiders offered. But Devontae said no. Devontae chose the Raiders over the Packers. And apparently, Aaron Rodgers was aware of this. Caleb, thanks for the fit, eh? Boop, I want to die. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers knew about it before he signed his contract. And still signed, which is nice. But who's he gonna throw the ball to? Like who? Who's he? We got Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and Amari Rogers. That's it, folks. Listen, it's been a meme. It's been a joke. I get it. Tom Grassi, wide receiver one. But I might be the next wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Tom Grassi. <laughs> go, Pat, go. Just melting down. Are you are you eating right now during the show? I was I was watching. Are you, it was are you serious? I was watching. What are I was you watching. doing right now? I thought I had more time. We're doing right. a show. Can I can I just I say something? Can I just say something I right now? Can I just say something? I was enjoying it about Judd to the audience <laughs> and, and 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 bring bring something behind the scenes onto the forefront. We, we rip oh, Roycey fun. all the time for not being a professional broadcaster, touching microphones, or just not having uh, adequate. Judd uh, Zolgad. By the way, 
has absolutely zero microphone etiquette. <laughs> he oh, has yeah. no idea what the microphone can and can't do. And is not That's aware true. that when he's licking his chops like a dog or talking to <laughs> his wife or doing <laughs> something else. No. Leaving the leaving it on when he's going to the bathroom. He has no idea what the well, microphone can and can't do. That's not during the show. I didn't realize it could pick up pick pick up some things. You you are correct about that. But we just like so we just did rapping with Roycey, and we had like we could we can take five, we can take ten, and no, you wait till we start Mackie and Judd. No, the long the long stuff food in your face. Yeah, that rips off. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, let's keep laughing at okay. the Packers. It's a Packer vent line. Only 30 seconds to eat this snack, though. Here you go. This is this is legitimately crazy. This is crazy that this all just went down like this, and we had no inkling that this was happening. It is insane to me that we could be at this point and go, we had no idea this was going to happen because guess what? We had no idea. This was going to happen. Locked on Packers guy just just trying to process. He, he's he's trying to explain it though. The first the first guy was great because he's just apoplectic. I mean, it is weird. Actually, you know what? I think the uh, the third clip we have sort of lays out the point that I was about to make. So let's uh, let's yes. let's drink some more Packer fan tears here. Yes, right. <laughs> and I think what gets me the most is what Rachel just said, which is that the Packers actually offered him the deal. They gave him the money and he chose not to stay. He chose not to stay with Rogers. Like that to me is such a huge, like if I'm <laughs> say we're a red flag, like that's a red flag. Like what is flag. going on that that relationship got so bad that he, they even offered him the money and he could have stayed with his other boy, his boy Rogers, 12, who just signed his huge deal to stay in Green Bay and Devontae still chose to go. Like that just, I don't know, there's there's missing information here for me. Yes. Yeah. It's weird, dude. It's weird. She's got a great point. Apparently like the, he was not... Really- in contact at all with Devonte Adams throughout uh-huh. this process, according to Adam Schefter reported that this morning that there was no like, like they did the whole last dance thing a year ago, right? Last right. dance, let's we're in this right. together, you and me, baby. And apparently, it was no longer you and me, baby. Once the <laughs> off season hit, so Devonte is really, really, really intelligent, and and I think he is. I don't think he's uh, fraudulently intelligent like Aaron tries to be. So my guess is that I would be team Devante here. Cause I mean, you would get tired of, of the crap, right? Like all the crap and all of the, the McAfee stuff's great fun to watch, but if you played with, with that, if you played with that guy, wouldn't you get sick of that? I mean, Devante is incredibly talented. He's really, really good. Um, But I think he's a sensible dude. And like at some point in time, Aaron would just be like, what are you doing? And this also goes back to a conversation that we have, I don't know, debated is the right term, but we've definitely discussed on this show. And that is the intangibles and leadership of quarterbacks. And we talked about at some point in time during the past season about Carr and the fact that I think his teammates love him. 
and Devontae played in college with Carr. And, like, he really does love him. And so, like, that's the, that's the thing, too, about w- when we talk about, like, Aaron or, heck, Kirk, and then these guys who are, are revered and, like, personally loved. So my guess is Devontae probably said, you know what? I grew up in, in Cali. I'd rather go back and play for a team I, I watched. Granted, they moved, but it's not a bad place to move. No, to. it's actually pretty awesome. Uh, you know, I don't have to hmm. pay state income taxes. So, but I really think that this, she is, that's a great point. I think he probably said, I'm just tired of this gong show. Yeah. And like, and look at, look at Roger's life. He's just not a guy that connects with humans. It's a trail of broken relationships with women, with his family. He's estranged from his mom, his dad, his brother. He's had former teammates like Greg Jennings come out and put him on blast multiple times, multiple different teammates, I should say. And I'm not saying he had a falling out with Devontae Adams. We don't know that yet. But ultimately, the Packers offered to match that contract. And Devontae Adams said, "Mm, I'm good. (laughs) Yes. I'm good. And he's making it, it sounds like through reports, he's making it about the Packers organization that just like had gone too far and, Really, though, I mean, it, 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 nothing transpired between Devontae Adams and the Packers organization that hasn't transpired between almost every high-profile player at every position in the NFL. There's, you know, there's negotiations. You right. tag a guy with the franchise tag. So it, it seemed to me like he's just tighter with Derek Carr. Going back to Fresno State, those guys were teammates, roommates. And, um, you know, this is just sort of speculation, but Derek Carr just seems like, a more fun guy to be around. Absolutely. Just a, a more normal dude to be around than Aaron yeah. Rodgers, even if he's not as talented as Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And so now Rodgers is left with his, he's holding his $50 million briefcase, and I guess he still has Randall Cobb to throw to on that roster. And by the way, they'll be fine. Like, they're they're not as good now as they were, certainly. Right. But these people who are automatically putting the Vikings in front of the pack, let's pump the brakes a little here, okay? Aaron Rodgers has made many a wide receiver famous over the past 15 years. So let's not go too crazy saying that like, oh, now the, you know, the power is shifting in the NFC North. The Vikings still have work to do before you can say that here over the next two or three months. And if I'm not mistaken, this would be the third consecutive year in, in which I have said, oh, the Packers are screwed, right? I think I started saying that <laughs> 2020. Oh, Packers are going to be in trouble here. No question about it. The Vikings will pass them. They won 13 games. 21. This thing's a mess. Oh, the Packers are completely. So I am not going to go back to that well for a third consecutive year and declare the Packers dead. But this is definitely an interesting and telling divorce that I think you're right, Phil. I think it's far more about Devontae's lack of patience now, rightfully so, with the quarterback than some like um, animosity that he might feel about the team. Yeah, and I think an, another thing to to be learned here, and if you're if you're Kirk Cousins, take out your notebook because you know you are you are the Vikings quarterback in a win now window for 2022 and 23, and you're looking around and you, there's two examples you can pick from here on two opposite sides of the spectrum. Example number one is what we just talked about, Aaron Rodgers. It sounds like failed to recruit his most important teammate. I, I don't know if he thought that. It was kind of a foregone conclusion. I mean, according to reports, he knew that Devontae Adams was not going to play for the Packers when he signed his contract. So, yeah, so he like, didn't. Re- yeah, so he just gave up. 
He just wasn't. Was he not recruiting him? Was he not? There, there was again. Schefter said there was no communications. It's, it's just kind of a weird circumstance. On the flip side, Tom Brady comes back and immediately is out there recruiting. Hey, you know my offensive lineman, come back, play for me, right? He's you know, recruiting Gronk to come back. He's who knows who else he's been texting around the league. And if I'm Kirk Cousins, if it's me, I am lighting up J.C. Treader via text message right now. Free agent, top five center in the NFL. I'm lighting up. Anyone that can help me as an offensive lineman, are there weapon? I know the Vikings are very strapped with cash, you know, you know, cap space, but that's what I want to know. To what extent, Kirk Cousins, you're the franchise guy, you're the leader of this thing. You got so, a coach that you love. Are you yeah. sending text messages to guys like J.C. Treader saying, "Come play for us. Let's make a run at this thing." I got a lot of questions about that because that's a that to me is is one of the most underlying important points. And so Kirk in in the um, in his uh, sit down with KFXN this week, Kirk also talked about the fact that he doesn't have the O'Connell playbook yet because we can't, you know, officially start until we're back in April, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like he wouldn't have volunteered that if he did. Cause like the first thing I would say is, Hey, Kevin, I'm coming to meet with you. We're going to do it at a restaurant behind the scenes. I got to have that playbook. Are they not a lot? Well, they're supposed to not work with him. I don't know what the rules are, but can my you not point, mail a guy a playbook or mail PDF can. copy? Can you? I, yeah, Dropbox, yeah. carrier pigeon. Okay, we're gonna get the mail. Uh, the mail for the cousins' household is in today, along with the milk just being delivered. So anyway, but milk. the point is, the point is, I would be working right now without question, and I don't think I would volunteer like in that situation or forum i would have i wouldn't have said a thing i'd just be, be like i'm excited to get started and see the playbook or blah 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 maybe but anyway like to to your point i'm curious about what the thought process and preparation process is because like i would be the first day that we start i would want to have that playbook down myself to again serve as a a if, for lack of a better term pseudo coach yeah you know it's time I'm just to... going out there. I, I don't know. So just to be clear here, I'm not ripping him. I'm just saying your your Brady points are always good ones about how prepared this guy is. Well, I think what we what we can say, even even though we don't know all the intricate details of how often they're in communication, I'm sure they're in communication, Kirk Cousins and Kevin O'Connell, but I, I want to see a guy that doesn't just work here. I want to see a guy that runs the place, that owns Everything, really, like that takes responsibility for shortcomings, even if they're not his, that deflects praise, which he does a really good job. He does deflect praise. but I, And I want to see a guy that is actively recruiting players to come help this team. I mean, they are Adam Thielen, restructure. He's coming back. If you thought they were going to, and we both thought this, and Declan too, there's a good chance they're going to start to trade off some of these veteran players to collect assets because they just need to take a step back. They are doing the opposite. Mm-hmm. They are. I mean, they are looking to get the band back together, push these guys even deeper into their 30s. Adam Thielen, 32. Kirk Cousins, 34. Harrison Smith coming back, restructure, right? 30, whatever he is, 32. Yep. So, all right, if, if that's the case, if, if you're banking on the fact that this nucleus was just poorly coached and the culture was so bad the last few years that you can get the band back together and compete, then go the extra step. Throw Garrett Bradbury under the bus behind the scenes. He is not good enough. If your goal is to win, he is not good enough as a starting center. And right. J.C. Treader is sitting out there. Light him up, man. Get, right. Like I'd be blowing that dude up. I'd be texting him. What's his number? 
How do I slide into his DMs? Get on the phone with him, right? Well, come on, yeah. come on over here. Let's make a run at this thing. Absolutely. And if if you're Kirk, the second that you signed the extension then and smooth out the cap hit for 2022, I am I am calling teammates about I, I and plus here here's the thing too. I'm telling Quasi, okay, dude, I'll do this. Of course, it's not a bad deal for me, but I'll do this. But like, what else are we doing when free agency at that time opens on Wednesday? Because it's like, if we're going to do what, if the Vikings are going to do what it appears that they're trying to do, um, there's a ton of moves still, like important moves that I don't know how you're going to make them or what you're going to do exactly. But I mean, this defense needs to be addressed and i'm not talking a position i'm talking a bunch the you know i don't know how it's going to end the hunter thing if i'm kirk and i find out that daniel hunter is going to either a hold out or b be traded then why am i back here in my mind i agree like what you know hold on a second we're going to run this back and try and win which is awesome but then we're not going to have a dominant player. So like, well, but there's so there's avenues there too, and I, I I hate we shouldn't go too far down this path because like, Zadarius Smith could sign somewhere in an hour. So like, but sure, if they traded Daniil Hunter for a first and a third somewhere, and then they use the extra space to sign Zadarius Smith, who's 28 years old, also one of the top five pass rushers when healthy in the NFL, mm-hmm. I'm all for that. If Daniil doesn't want to play or whatever, you know, there's just a weird contract impasse or they feel like his injuries or have have just brought him down a couple rungs like so there's there's things that can be done here we're just sort of waiting for the other shoe to drop so uh by the way thanks to our friends at federated mutual insurance company for just offering up great support of Mackie and judd score north purple daily and support of business owners throughout the state of minnesota if you have a business and you have an interest in having your message be spread across the Mackie and judd and purple daily universe i think we should start using universe like the wwe does mm-hmm. calling ourselves a universe uh send me an email pmackey at scorenorth.com and uh, we can connect you with Someone from our marketing team, but if you're uh, if you're interested in risk management, a better offensive line, so to speak, for your business, maximizing the success of your business, that's where Federated comes in. Federatedinsurance.com, and remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right, are you guys ready for a little feedback Friday? Do it, Mackie and Judd feedback Friday. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got all kinds of questions here. Most of them, I'm I'm trying to put these into categories, you know, so that we can just be organized through our uh, our threads here, but a lot of stuff questioning Quasey and whether he's in over his head or wh- whether they were unprepared with the timing of free agency. You know, they, they, they were so late hiring a head coach compared to the rest of the league. So let's just, let's get into some of these here. Jake Ward via the score North app says, I may be overreacting, but I do feel like Quasey is a bit over his head. That's not to say Next year, as he gains experience, he won't get better. But based on the current moves and signings, it seems like he isn't sure what to do and what moves to make. I feel as if the Kirk signing was a safe play, and he's too worried about making a big splash. Um, I saw a video the Vikings put out of Quasi at the Combine. seemed to me like he was just in awe of what was going on. I love how we're breaking down like Viking social media film here. 
Uh, he seemed like a nervous kid at school rather than a confident GM who knows what he's doing. What are your thoughts? Well, first of all, he's young. So, like, yes, I, I think that he is, like, it's all new for sure. I, I don't even think he, he when he, he was uh, with the Browns, went to the combine. So, like, he did different things. Um, here's where I struggle here, and here's where we are totally guessing. Yes, I think that Quaze, yes, I don't agree with a lot of stuff they are doing, but my question is, and this goes back to um, discussions that we've had for a month plus now, is who's in charge, who is doing what, and how much is Quasey, and and I guess to a certain point O'Connell as well, trying to fulfill the expectations of their bosses. Now, if you had more experience, you might say, hey, Wilfs, sit down for a second here. We're gonna, But I mean, these guys are young. They're not going to. like, Like, that's just not... Unfortunately, that's not going to be how this plays out right now. But I, yes, I agree with being nervous if you're a Vikings fan about how this is going because I don't agree with the steps that they're taking. But that being said, what we have no clue is behind the scenes who is trying to influence and ultimately chart this thing. Because if what we've heard is correct, Phil, Quasi for sure was more than open to listening on on Kirk calls. Kirk Cousins' calls were being taken. And it sounds like somebody said, oh, no, no, we can't. And that might have been the Wilfs. So I don't, lo- I don't love that. In fact, I hate it. But that being said, I don't know that this is just as easy as saying one guy um, doesn't get it. I think this might be... Uh, an organizational issue that needs to be worked through or else it will eventually, or heck it might now cause some problems. I don't think he's in over his head. I think he is a victim of over collaboration, if you will. And which kind of goes to your point. This is more of a lot of cooks in the kitchen, a lot of decisions to be made. But based on the timing of what's been happening here, so you know the Kirk thing comes to fruition the eve of the tampering period opening up, and then the Thielen restructure comes to fruition two days after the league year opens up, and they're still trying to figure out the Daniil Hunter situation. Like If their plan A was harmonious internally, all of these dominoes would have fallen into place a week ago, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, think about how much of a pain in the ass it is right now. Well, they try to figure out these big, high-profile players and contract situations in the middle of all of this activity that's happening around the league. Like they got their irons and some free agent fires here and there, and they're they're bringing in, you know, like for instance, they're bringing in this Buffalo Bills uh, guard for a visit right now, according to reports, Ryan Bates. Like, like. Which, by the way, I would be on board with him. He's 25 years old, and he's probably not going to cost you a ton, although he's a restricted free agent, which means you're going to have to be at the mercy of one of the bills. But, like, they got those irons in the fire. They got their own internal guys, and it just kind of feels to me like they went back and forth internally and with Kirk's people for probably weeks and couldn't come to a consensus. And then they were talking to other teams about a trade. So it just feels like, a ton of things to figure out, a ton of people with opinions organizationally, and then a ton of variables outside their control. And that's why it feels like they're just behind. Yeah, that, that's probably true. And, but if so, if you were to come tell me right now that you found out, hypothetically, 
that Quasey said, let's run this thing back, I would say, oh boy, this is a problem. Like he's not good, but I'm not convinced that's the case. I yeah. think that this is, but I do, I do absolutely think whoever in that building was said, you know, we got to, let's bring back Thielen. Let's, I mean, they've let go of no one so far. Um, I think whoever is saying that doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the, the finalists for this job were Ryan Poles and Quasey. And is there a good chance that, and I'm this is sort of speculation, but is there a good chance that one of those two told the Wills what they wanted to hear, which is, I, we don't have to strip it down. We can, we yeah. can kind of figure out a way. Let's keep going. But there's some other questions within that vein here. So let's keep going here. Leonard Anderson via the Scorn Earth app. And you can always hit us up with questions, comments. This is probably the most questions and comments and <laughs> takes that we've gotten through the Scorn Earth app in the last awesome. two years. It's incredible. And so, so apologies if we don't get to yours. It's just keep sending them in, and we try to get to as many as we can. So Leonard Anderson via the Scorn Earth app. I was born in 1961, the year the Vikings entered the league. I've been a loyal, heartbroken fan ever since. I want to share with you guys my opinion of the clown show that I think is taking place in the Vikings front office. The day Quasey was introduced to the media, Quasey was asked by a reporter point blank about his contract, giving Quasey full power and authority over the roster and football operations. And Quasey smiled, paused, and said, I know what my contract says, but I don't think it needs to be talked about or, or done that way. But he didn't really say what, right? So basically, I see it as his contract has been breached at least twice so far. Quasey has, <laughs> Quasey has been overruled on his head coach choice. The word is that he he was the one pushing Harbaugh, just yep. for That's, for clarity. Yep, I agree. Um, I'm starting to believe that Kirk will, and then and then the other thing was he's saying that he wanted Trey Kirk, and again, there's some shades of gray here, but he was definitely entertaining Kirk Cousins' trade offers. Sure, I'm starting to believe that Kirk will retire from the Vikings at age 48, amassing over a billion dollars from the Wolves. I seriously doubt Quasi's contract states that all decisions will be made democratically. When Quasey said he wants collaborations, uh, he explained what that means. But um, and then I think you get the point here yeah. that that there's meddling is what his thought is. Leonard, I think there's no question that uh, that is one thousand percent correct. Because yes, I mean Harbaugh, Harbaugh was definitely driven by Quasey, right? Like they yeah. they go, go back to their Niners days. Um, my guess is that Jim had ideas about how he, he would proceed, which didn't involve trying to bring back everyone. So, yeah, I, I think that's right. And look, that so is is Quasey sort of, you know, raw and green at this job? Absolutely. A dumb guy? Absolutely not. But at his age, he absolutely, I'm sure, and he got a great job, is is being influenced in a way that if it's not positive is going to do damage. Mm-hmm. So, so like, I'm not trying to dump on the guy. I have no idea. He might be great. Who knows, right? So, like, I just, I want to be clear here. He he has the double speak that F- Falvey has, too, and I get that. And that's the public stuff, and I don't know how to read that sometimes. Like, that's, like, I don't think that you go, go home and talk like that. But as far as, like, as a person, I think he strikes me as a really, really smart guy, articulate for sure. Lots of good things. Do I think that he is getting good guidance from those who have the right to give him guidance? Absolutely not. Yeah. I think that's the most fair thing that I can say. No, 
Okay, I, I have another take off that, but I'm going to read this next question because it's all, right. all kind of thread together. Michael Hendricks, via the YouTube comment section, did Ryan Poles run to the Bears because Vikings ownership would not allow a complete rebuild? Is that why the Vikings hired who they did for a general manager and a head coach? I'm extremely concerned the Bears are going to hit the timing of Green Bay's descent with an insane amount of cap room and putting critical pieces in place. It's crushing to think the Bears are doing this right and the Vikings are now. I'm convinced it's uh, and the Vikings aren't. I'm convinced it's ownership getting in the way. Um, it, this is what I'm wondering, right? Did you know? So and polls had options. So so well. I believe we have both heard that the bottom line was this. Poles was the Vikings' top choice, yeah. and the offer, the financial offer to him was not sufficient. Yes, I have heard that too. So, like, that's what we have heard. Now, was there another element, too, of vision? I, so Maybe. I no. think there's a really good chance, because the Wilfs have, have been very public of wanting to model the Vikings after the Giants, after the Steelers. They want that consistency and stability. They don't want to be shuffling coaches every two years. They want to lock guys in. That's why Zimmer stuck around for eight years and Spielman for 16 years. And so they want that stability. They don't want to just like get into a tailspin of firing and tanking and all this stuff. So what I think happened is ownership in these discussions with polls and with Quasi said, all right, you definitely, you know, we definitely need someone to come in here and freshen up the ideas and the culture and everything. But we also really would like to avoid a tank and going into like a total strip down because we do pride ourselves on at least being competitive year in and year out. So with that as the backdrop, what are your thoughts on this GM job that's open, right? Like, I think Kirk Cousins back. If you're Quasi, you could look at this and say, well, and I don't think the owners demanded that Kirk had to come back, but I do think they were hesitant to just get rid of Kirk and then have a complete blank unknown canvas going into a quarterback draft that doesn't really have a lot of day one ready-to-start plug-and-play options. Mm-hmm. Now, were there paths to bridge quarterbacks like Mariota, Bridgewater? Like, of course there were. But I think, that, I, think they're, I think the ownership has looked at this and said, if there's any way that we can stay competitive, upgrade via coaching, make some tweaks and retool – and then maybe draft a quarterback down the road, that would be preferable. And so if you're Quasi and you're in that spot, you say, I don't know. I want the job. <laughs> right? Like right. I can no, yeah. I can do yes, I can do true. it one of two ways. I can strip that's this true. down and I'd be happy to just clear out hundred fifty million dollars in cap space for two thousand twenty three and yes. find a quarterback. And quite frankly, that's probably the highest upside, quickest way to do this. If you want to do it that way, all right. I mean, it's going to be harder because you got a quarterback taking up still, even with the pay cut, or with not the pay cut, with the restructure, taking up a huge percentage of the cap. It's going to be harder, but if that's what you want, all right, we can do that too because I'm yep. a flexible guy. But what are you – But so my frustration resides far more with the Wilfs and because I think that you – the scenario, Phil, that you just laid out, I think it's probably right. And it's incredibly frustrating because I understand you don't want to suck. Okay. It's not fun. I get that completely. Yeah. And, and, you know, to, to voice the fears of the fans, I understand that you do not want to become the jets or lions. That's terrible. But all of that being said, if you're, if you own a business, football, baseball, 
grocery store. If you own a business and you fire the people who are really the most instrumental, like you fire your GM and your coach, which in a grocery store would be what? The GM and the manager manager below that person. All right. So you fire them both. Don't you say, I just made two huge changes that are now going to, at the very least, require a, a reset where the new people are going to come in and look at my employees, my business practices. And like they're, they're going to have suggestions. And if I trust them and they're smart, their suggestions are probably going to take me to a place I have not been. It feels like they are like they are like the Wilfs are standing in the way of that. This one I, I it's I think there's so much gray here. I think I legitimately think Quasi you know Quasi's probably thinking there's a couple di- there's definitely a couple different ways we can do this. Just like I just said. And uh we can keep Kirk and do I think there's another level to this offense with Kevin O'Connell compared to Zimmer and Kubia? Absolutely. But I feel like it's going to we're going to have to be so perfect with our limited resources of cap space and limited draft picks. So I don't know. Let's let's keep reading these here because I, we're not going to come to like some concrete, you know, epiphany here. This is this is all still in motion too, by the way. Yeah, but I do. But I think we both agree that it's not just all right. Quasi, the job is yours. You're running the show solo right. here. Right. Uh, Landon McGuire via the YouTube comment section says, "I literally cannot imagine life without Score North. Thanks for all the hard work. It's appreciated. Thank you, Landon. Thank you, Landon. It's yeah, awesome, awesome to hear that." Uh, Roger Deere via the Scornorth app. What was that mini press conference all about yesterday? What was Quasi trying to do with the the roster? So he didn't. He decided not to take questions yesterday. Yeah. Um, KOC got up there and rocked back and forth like he was a nervous fourth grader introducing his pet frog for show and tell. <laughs> Neither wow. of these guys gives That's off an nice. aura of confidence. I know they're new at it, but come on, getting rid of Daniel Hunter for anything other than a first round pick and more is not good for the Vikings. Rick Spielman left the toilet plugged. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually pretty good at the end um <laughs> i don't think they lack confidence i don't I think they say, lack I don't, confidence. I don't, so so they know what they're doing o'connell didn't bug, bug me at all quasi said that he's going to take questions i think he said he's going to do a press conference next week which i mean will be i'll be very curious um yeah the confidence thing i don't know because i mean w- like was rick great it's not like they fired a guy who I thought was the embodiment of greatness at the podium, yeah. right? So I guess I, guess I don't um, – I really want to hear their explanation or as as much as they're going to eventually say about what they have or have not done. But, yeah, the confidence thing, I'm not like, oh, these guys, you know, Mike and, Mike and Rick were great at the podium and these two stink. I just don't feel that way. Yeah. Steve Weiner via the Scorner app says, Vikings best move in free agency – the Packers trading Devonte Adams to the Raiders. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's not wrong. Uh, Dan Van Halen via the Score North app says, with the Devonte Adams trade, maybe the Vikings are trying to win with Justin Jefferson on a rookie contract. So he is up for an extension next year, but then that extension won't really kick in on the books for another year or two. So they do have two or three years of Justin Jefferson on a major discount. And there is, I don't think they're actively saying, okay, we got to go all in while he's, but yeah, like when you have a player that good, it's not quite like having a quarterback, like a Justin Herbert or a Joe Burrow on a rookie scale contract. But when you have a player that's that good and that impactful on a rookie scale contract, it's super helpful 
And it does allow you the luxury yeah. of maybe overpaying in a couple other positions like they probably are at quarterback. So, yeah. I um, So I fear that that comment is exactly correct, too, because the one way to not win a championship is to say, well, the Packers might be down. Let's win the division. I mean, that's exactly what this show is sick of. That's the, that, that is the definition of our whole thing of win a Super Bowl before we die. Because you know what? We've won in this town a lot of division titles. Yep. And yes, you do have to win your division if you want to play home games in the playoffs. And it is a necessary, I think, prerequisite. Not that you can't win it as a wild card, but like winning four non-home games is a lot harder than winning a division and maybe getting home field or whatever. But right. to me, the bar the bar in the NFC, yeah, the Packers are one of those teams. They're a little lower now than they were a day ago because of Devontae Adams. But you got to compare yourself to the Rams, to the to the Buccaneers, and to the Packers. And uh, I would say the 49ers as well. Yes, yeah, best teams. And it's easy for people to say, well, what do you mean? The, the Rams, you know, Matthew Stafford. Matt, you got, we got to stop doing that. Matthew Stafford's on a different planet against pressure as a leader until Kirk proves otherwise, and maybe new leadership will unlock something there. Kev via Twitter says, if the Vikings could have snuck into the playoffs last year, they could have won the Super Bowl. It was anyone's game, as evidenced by the Chiefs, Packers, and Bucks getting knocked out at home. So who gives a bleep how they get in? Just get in. Excuse me, what? Excuse me. Are you... That's no. Did you watch the playoffs? The seven seeds were pretty well, well, the Eagles. What were would have happened if the Vikings would have snuck in and played three road NFC playoff games against the best teams in the world? Would they have uh, had a chance to win the Super Bowl? God no, no. zero chance. No chance. I, I agree. They might have. They might have won one game, um, and then did did you, Kevin? Kev? Kev? Is that the right guy? Yeah. Kev? Uh, did you see the quarterback play? Like, we saw some phenomenal play. Which, well, so the first week, the first weekend I thought was good, not great. After that, my God, no. I, I would add, too, you know. I just, I can't do that. I'm, sorry. I'm not going to put it all on Cousins, but, like, what evidence have you seen to this point that Cousins or the Vikings, as constructed, are capable of rattling off four straight non-home victories against the you, best teams in the world, right? Like, it, it's not as simple as sneaking in. You don't just no. sneak in. Well, what about the Packers as a wild-card team 10 years ago? Well, they had an all-time great in Aaron Rodgers. There are outliers. What about the Ravens? Okay. But do you want to be modeling yourself after outliers, or do you right. want to swing big? I, and I'm sorry. I, do don't mean to, I don't mean to be mean, but oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Anton from North Dakota via the Score North app. And his question, by the way, is going to be presented by our friends at Mayo Clinic. So uh, Mayo Clinic Men's Health is the subject here, and they are accepting new patients, and they will see men of all ages. If you're a new patient in southern Minnesota, uh, the Rochester Clinic, or Minneapolis, and it could be anything from urinary conditions, prostate issues, cancer screenings, cancer treatment. You can request an appointment at menshealth.mayoclinic.org. That's menshealth.mayoclinic.org. Anton from North Dakota via the Score North app says, I'm a daily listener. I absolutely love the show. Thank you. As I've been listening to the confusion and head-scratching moves this week about the Vikings, I had this interesting thought. Have you seen the movie Moneyball? Great movie. Mm -hmm. movie. Not to be this guy, but the book is great too. Uh, The GM started making moves based on analytics, and everybody thought he was an idiot and was going to wreck the team. 
perhaps our new GM is just like Billy Bean. He has some sort of algorithm figured out, and he's going to end up looking like a genius. I will say, I think everything you said is applicable, except for the Kirk Cousins thing. The Kirk Cousins thing is not an analytically, algorithmically sound signing. They're doing mm. that. Mm. They're doing that because it's comfortable, and they're doing that because hey, you know, there's not another option that's ironclad better than Kirk Cousins. So they're just going to put that piece in place, and then hopefully use all the knowledge that you speak about with Quasi to maximize their success of filling the rest of the roster. That's my take on it. But re-signing Kirk Cousins is not an analytically sound. Which is which is why I league. yeah, which is why I don't think it's the GM's first choice. That's what I'm saying. Is I it, it feels like we're trying to piece together the, the roster. And the GM has control of most of it or some of it, but not all of it. So that's the thing is, can you build when you have people basically coming in and attempting to, I guess, call the shots on some very important spots. And then the GM is being allowed to fulfill his plan elsewhere, but not everywhere. What's the result? Yeah. Yep. No, I, I think, The analytically sound move in the NFL is drafting a quarterback successfully and then building a monster roster around that cheap contract like the Chargers are doing, like the Bengals are doing, like the Seahawks did 10 years ago. Absolutely. That's the the Ravens. I mean, hell, Lamar Jackson makes like $3 million. Look at that. But like if if you went bridge, if you uh, had traded Kirk, and for 2022, went bridge guy, okay, who's not paid well, but and, and he's good, he's not great. But then you could start to build out the rest of your team around him with an eye towards drafting one. To me, that lands you in a far, a far better spot to potentially win a championship, not in 22, but then in the next couple of years than yeah. this does. Well, what would you, what would you rather have? Let's let's take this this sort of rumored because the Vikings and Browns were apparently having discussions probably would like to still be having discussions because the, the Browns are back open for business. But if let's, let's say there are two second round picks on the table, a 2022 and a 2023 second round pick. And then I, well, I guess Baker would have to come back in that deal. So, but let's, let me frame it this way. Let's say there's a team out there, Colts, Browns, Panthers, where you could get like a second and a third or two seconds for Kirk cousins and cap freedom. And you could sign Marcus Mariota for $8 million. Right. Would you rather have Marcus Mariota and two additional good draft picks or just Kirk Cousins for more money? When you when you tee it up that way, it makes no sense. <laughs> right? Right. Unless right. you think, oh, he, no, we can win a Super Bowl in 2022-23 with Kirk and Kevin O'Connell, which right. is what I think they think. Well. I think somebody has deluded themselves in a haze of something to think that, but that's a crazy thought. And just to be absolutely clear on what I think we're all in agreement on, we are not saying get Marcus Mariota to win a championship. We are saying it's part of the process. Like if you're going to do this right, it's a process. It's not a quick fix. It's a process of, and if you could start to build your team out again right now, and Kirk is not there. It makes way more sense. 
But but Phil, your point I think is a perfect one, which is this: you hired an analytically driven person to build your roster, and now at the most important position, you are not at all going along with with what we think is how he thinks. Don't so, like, you explain think, that? Does it feel to you guys like Vikings ownership? still needs to be convinced that Kirk Cousins, like they don't know. It's like they don't know on Kirk Cousins, right? And and, and, and there's a case to be made, right? He's never really been paired, you know, well, the last four years. He was definitely paired with offensive people in Washington. But that organization, there's always an excuse because they're a train wreck. Right. But it, it kind of feels to me like, oh, we don't really know for sure. So can we kind of just see for the next couple of years while you retool in and around him? And still push for a Super Bowl, like right? It's, yeah, it's weird. it feels more like the devil they know versus the devil they don't. Like yeah. they, they're they're more scared of the life after Kirk Cousins. So I, I actually I, I think it's more they look at it as like, no, why would we get rid of this guy? We know what we're getting out of him, and we also were held back by the Grim Reaper that was Zim. Right? We, it was all this infrastructure and bad external situations and missed kicks and penalties and fluky ways to lose games. We don't want to move off of Kirk. It's it's them having the having this the the fear that if they moved on from Kirk Cousins, what's going to happen to our franchise? Somebody literally after an era where they went to the playoffs with 11 and 13 win seasons with Teddy Bridgewater and Case Keenum, which is hilarious to me. What are we going to do without Kirk? Make the playoffs and win 11 games like you did before? I don't know. It feels like somebody got to the Wilfs and convinced them that Mike and Rick screwed the pooch completely and that with them gone, it's it's going to be fine. And I would say they screwed the pooch, but so did other people and you're saying but we're gonna bring those people back but what i don't but what i really don't get genuinely don't get is this one why would you shift to quasi who clearly has a different mindset different ideas different way of thinking if you are going to squash what we think he is probably thinking at his most important spot like it makes it, it would be it would be like the poll ads telling Falvey, job is yours, but we got some real thoughts about pitching too. Yeah, I would I would want some assurances if I was being guided in that direction from the people that hired me, right? I would I would want some assurances that okay, I believe that we may need to do something drastically different, but if you're insisting on exploring this path, then yeah. I need some assurances that if it doesn't work, I'm not to blame. <laughs> that 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 I get to then do it my way in a year or two, yeah, and we get to hit the reset button. David Bruss via the Score North app says, "Do you believe that the core group of veterans can win a Super Bowl? There is a losing culture in that locker room. Show me one veteran that has the leadership to take this to the next level." I actually disagree with this a little bit. Do I now? Do I think this current core group, as constructed at their current ages, can win a Super Bowl? Yep. <sighs> Boy. You'd have to, I mean, show me, show me the, you know, the, the two cornerbacks that are coming in. Like you, if you can be flawless in your acquisition of players via free agency in the next couple of weeks and draft. Okay. But I, on the flip side, cause I think they've aged out. Like, you know, these a lot of these guys are in their early thirties now, but on the flip side, do I think Harrison Smith is a, like, I don't think it's his fault that the Viking, like he's a, a borderline hall of fame player. Adam Thielen has been one of the greatest wide receivers in, in Vikings history. Like these players are absolute winning players 
on a winning team in their prime. Eric Kendrick, same way. I worry that they're all emerging out of their prime now, and you're still trying to run it back. That's and that's he, my problem with it. And these guys were also part of of what you know back in 2017 was a marvelous chemistry. Like yes. that team was great. Um, I think the last two or three years, two years especially, have in some ways soured things here. And again, it comes back to a very simple sports thing. Sometimes change is necessary and you don't have to fault people. Like you don't have to say, well, this guy sucks now or in the locker room, he's terrible. Sometimes you run your course in sports. That's how sports works. So I think that, I think that the question that you just read is a really astute one because I feel like this team as constructed that they are now clearly trying to run back has run, has run its course age um, things went wrong. They clearly are not as tight. I'm sorry, but they're just not like, like you don't watch a year like last year and say, those guys all still really, they are in sync. They're not. Yeah. So that's a fantastic point, but I think it can be done without blame. I think it can be done with uh change needs to be made. And, and, I also could see taking a longer look at guys, but the reality is this. I really think the quicker that you want to get this team on the right track, the sooner that you make changes, the better. So so like if you could say, well, I want to look at Thielen and I want to look at Kendricks and I want to look at this guy and that that guy, I'd say, okay, that's that's fine. But the problem with that, Phil, is it's going to, in some ways, slow your ability for growth. Mm-hmm. Right. I also I don't love like with the Thielen restructure. It's a it's a new contract because he had to agree to a void year in 2025, mm. and the Kirk contract. I don't love that they are putting dead money. Meaning these guys are off. These guys are off your team, but you're still paying against the salary cap in 2025. Yes. Yes. It's so easy right now and be like, ah, oh, it's three years down the road. Who gives a rip? Yeah, but. When you're trying to build your team three years from now and you're still paying against the cap for for players that have no business like trying to compete for a Super Bowl right now. Again, if they sign J.C. Treader to be a center, I need to rethink some of this stuff because now you're fixing one of the weakest links of your entire team. Right. But in the absence of something like that, which they have not done yet, all of this is head-scratching. So. And I am. And, and just my biggest thing is this. I am anti let's run it back. I really thought that you brought in different people to not do that. Mm-hmm. So, so like this whole thing of, well, we'll put together a veteran team and, and now look, Devonte has gone in green Bay. And so we could be competitive in, okay, that's, we've been there before guys. We've seen this before. We've seen this picture show before. Guess what we want? Something that, that in the, um, in at least for you two, your lifetime, you've never seen. Yeah. Say what you will about the Bears, too, but they have, with polls trading away Khalil Mack and them gutting that roster and starting that rebuild, as it stands right now, they have $132 million in cap space for next season. $132 million in cap space. Mark, there's probably some other restructures. For sure. Yeah. I mean, that's, the Vikings right now have a bottom five cap situation for next year. Got that going and they're and it's going to keep like they, and they keep jamming money. Yeah, the Voyagers thing is years, not man. that's not a positive. Yeah. Uh, one more here, Jack 
Phila via the Score North app says, why can't the following be true under better coaching, scheming, and play calling? And he's got six or seven points here. Number one, the quarterback is better with a head coach that works with him. Could see that. The offensive line with two firsts and two seconds over the next two years and a third with an average of age of 24 moves from the bottom third of the league to at least average or better. Uh, the offense returns as is, except Irv Smith replaces Conklin, which he's better, and they move up into the top 10 in offense. Defense drops Pierce but keeps Hunter and uh, Phillips, and they add a, a couple cornerbacks and an edge rusher in the draft, et cetera. Um, this is the problem. Defense moves from 29th to 20th by not collapsing in the final two minutes of halves. And the Vikings win three to four more games than last year and have a puncher's chance in the playoffs with a dangerous offense and two dangerous pass rushers if they can find someone. But, like, yeah, I mean, are, are, yes, if you right. went through any of those one things individually, this is where, like, my poker, I used to play poker and was in the poker industry for, for a few years. Like, any one of these things is realistic. But, like, when you're going through a poker tournament and there's a 1,000 players and you get aces dealt to you 10 times, you are a heavy favorite in each of those instances. But are you a heavy favorite for all 10 of those to go your way? No. (laughs) So, yeah, like, all of these things on their own, all seven of these things you listed, absolutely on their own. But are all seven of them going to line up perfectly? Right. Probably not. Well, and where (laughs) are you going to – and the the thing, too, is – so let's say O'Connell – and Kirk are great together. Like, let's say that works. Absolutely works. And Kirk yeah. takes off. And Kirk's, Kirk can be great then, okay? The problem is the defensive stuff he suggested is all hope. Yeah. Okay, draft, you know, draft a guy from the, the edge. And then you're going to draft a corner who's going to be really, really good. Like, that is nothing more than hope. Mm-hmm. And the draft is what? It's a crapshoot. Yep. So that's the problem. Yep. So, all right, well, there we, we go. A little feedback Friday. Just uh, trying to sort Packers. through all this, figure it out. <laughs> Take that pack. And uh, we will be all over anything that happens on Purple Daily throughout the weekend, too. So so check out. And if you missed any of our episodes this week, reacting to breaking news and speculating on things, you can, you can always Did find us. You get us. one twins question. I mean, I, I thought we'd be inundated. Baseball started, baby. I think I went through... 250 or 300 questions via the score North app over the past few days. Okay. I didn't see one twins question. Really? Well, oh, I was being sarcastic. Oh my I didn't God. Know, like it wasn't like I ignored 10 twins questions and didn't bring them to the show. We didn't I've... get a twins question cool. that I saw. <laughs> Happy opening day, Declan. Hey, I'll be there. $13 <laughs> beers. I'm ready to rock. Let's go. Oh my All God. All right. Mackie and Judd. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you guys next week. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. 
Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.